Welcome to Brad Speaks. Presenting the way to think about politics so you will know what to think. Now your host, Brad Job. Welcome back, freedom lovers. Welcome to the Brad Job Speaks podcast with David Houston. David is on sabbatical, but we have a special guest in the studio tonight, my 14-year-old daughter, Alyssa. She's more than welcome to say something, but she's sitting there laughing at me now. If, if you hear her say anything before the podcast is over, it'll be a miracle, but she's more than welcome. So if you hear anything in the background going or giggling and it's not, then that's, that's Alyssa. It's December in the United States of America, which is the time that we celebrate Christmas because that's our culture. And Hanukkah because that's also our culture. And it's also the culture of the left and the whiny bastards out there to uh, find something to be oppressed and offended by. I want to introduce you to a city in Norfolk County, Massachusetts called Dedham. D-E-D-H-A-M. Where the uh, the average household income is $132,000. There's about 26,000 people. 85% white. There's about 8% black. And then there's a Chinese guy somewhere. And somehow they managed to find a uh, uh, a Native American that barely registered. But they there's one there somewhere. You would think people with a $136,000 average household income would have better things to do than bitch and complain about seeing a Christmas tree or a holiday tree or anything that is culturally normal in America. But you know, we gotta have one of these stories. Every year at this time, you gotta have one story just to bring out the liberal crap just to say, here it is. Well, this one went viral. This one's going everywhere. I haven't heard anybody talk. I found it in my stack of stuff that uh, Alyssa brought me earlier. There's a lady who's the man. This is a good story about a library for once. It's not drag queen hour. This is not drag queen hour at the library. This is holiday tree display removal hour at the library. But in this case, the manager of the library, not the director, the manager of the library... She found herself a little bit offended, and I think that's perfectly fine, by her director calling her and saying, hey, guess what? We're not going to have, uh, for the last 28 years, this lady has directed this library, and they've always had a, what she calls a holiday tree display. But they're not going to have one this year. This, this city is about 30 miles southwest of Boston. They vote 60% Biden. And 33%-ish for Trump in the 2020 election. Gives you a little bit of idea what this town's like. This lady, after hearing uh, that she wasn't going to be able to put her annual holiday tree. I mean, at least she said holiday tree. You would think that they would be okay with that. At least it didn't have Christ in the word somewhere. Can't do that. She said, she so she went on her Facebook page. She goes on her Facebook page, her own little Facebook page. This is a little librarian. I don't know how old this lady is, but if she's been a manager of this library for 28 years, let's assume she's in her 70s. And she said, I've never posted a negative post on Facebook in my life. 
until now. I found out the other day that my beautiful library will not have its holiday tree this year. When I asked, I was told, quote, people were made uncomfortable last year looking at it. And she says, I'm sorry, what? In my 28 years at the Dedham Public Library, I've never had heard a negative comment. Miss Desmond noted that the town historically celebrated and included everyone in her community. She happily participated in a recent Juneteenth celebration at the library this year. Enter Diane Loud, who was appointed to the Human Rights Commission in Dedham, Massachusetts by the town's Commission on Disability. You've got a town of 25,000 people. I live in a small town. It used to be a really small town. It's got the small town feel. We've got about 50,000 people here. Dedham, Massachusetts has 25,000 people. They have Commission on Disability that was created by the Human Rights Commission in Dedham, Massachusetts. So the Human Rights Commission had appointed this lady, Diane Cloud, to the Commission on Disability. They just have a lot of money. They uh, apparently... She goes on Facebook, on Miss Desmond's Facebook page, and just rips her a new one, all but literally rips her a new one. She posted, she responded to her post just saying, just being sad that the Christmas trees weren't going to be in the library this year. She posted, said, for a tree? For a mother effing tree? But she spelled it out. You have put people's lives in a lot of danger. Quote, and in caps, a lot of danger, Miss Loud wrote. So Miss Loud apparently is just a, she's some sort of town official that doesn't have any say over the library, thank God. And she says, uh, then she goes after the supporters that people were posting on Miss Desmond's page. She goes after them. After, you know how Facebook is. People just start crap and they just start going off and that's why I got off Facebook. But she goes after the supporters of Miss Desmond. She says, I hope the fact that you who claim to believe in Christ and Christmas or whatever happy horse's asses you're trying to hide behind or the least gracious, the most hateful, the most disgusting trash in the world. Most disgusting trash in the world, she calls these people because they want to have Christmas trees in the library. The most disgusting trash in the world. I thought the most disgusting trash in the world to the left was people who want children to be born alive. But apparently, that's been replaced by people who don't like Christmas trees. Or, or who do like Christmas trees. They don't want to see Christmas trees more than they want to see children born alive. Is this what you think your magic sky daddy wants? She's talking about God. Is this what you think your magic sky daddy wants? Says Miss Loud. Let me just say something to the boys out there listening to me, you young men. Because I know you're out there. If you ever meet a woman whose last name's Loud... Dig back into her background. That's just between me and you. We won't tell anybody else we said that. She said, uh, yeah, so after she mocks the sky daddy, which is God, she says, where in the Bible was this again? Talking about a Christmas tree. I didn't see a Christmas tree in the Bible. It's a cultural thing. It's, a, it's, 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 it's part of our culture. She says, quote, in closing, I would like to add a F-U, but she spells it out, you pieces of trash. I hate each and every one of you, and I do wish great suffering on you. You're terrible, terrible people, and you did it all because you didn't get your way. You're despicable, Miss Loud concluded. I read children's books to my children. I have 
little kids and grown kids and adult kids because I'm weird. And Miss Loud is a book. I think I think Roger Hargraves wrote a book. He's got Mr. Happy, Mr. Nonsense. And this is Miss Loud being Miss Loud, but it's it, incarnation of Miss Loud from the Roger Hargraves books into our lives. So that's what Miss Loud says. You won't be surprised to learn that Miss Loud participated earlier this year in an LGBTQ pride event hosted by the town of Dedham. Hosted by the town of Dedham. What, is, what does that mean? When a town hosts something, it's a pride parade? A pride parade. Any sort of parade, that costs the town money. I don't know that Miss Loud, well, we do know that she, that she didn't have a problem with that, but she has a problem with holiday trees. She doesn't have a problem with pride parades, but she has a problem with holiday trees, even though it doesn't cost the town money, and she's a town official. It was hosted by the town, where she was joined by, wait a minute, hold on, hold your breath, her grown child, Max, who discovered that he was transgender. He discovered his transgender identity at the age of 13. You know what? This poor kid, he didn't discover he was transgender at 13. He lives with a psychopath. His mother's a psycho. She taught him. She taught him that she probably asked him 15 times if he was cool with being a dude. And he finally was just like, you ever seen him on like the police shows when they're interviewing somebody? They're they're interrogating them. After 12 hours, they're finally like, hell, I did it. I did it. Okay, fine. I did it. And then, you know, you find out later they didn't do it because DNA evidence shows that they didn't. They were innocent after all, but they just wanted people to shut up. I believe that's probably what his mom was doing to him. I can't back that up. I'm just saying, she just discovered she hates Christmas trees. She's participating in gay pride parades. And wow, magically, out of nowhere, her 13-year-old young man son with a penis decided he was transgender. Well, I guess there was no encouragement there. This is an endless and eternal condition that Democrats and the left suffer from. We will, as long as we live, have to endure their crap, but we have to fight against it. This is just another evincing demonstration of liberal hatred for everything sacred. Anything that has Christ. Any Christmas music. Don't forget the Christmas songs every year. That's something that's just kind of new in the last two or three years. Now we come out every Christmas season. There's another song that that we're not supposed to play before we we hurt somebody's feelings. Miss Loud knows the Christmas tree, a holiday tree, is not in the Bible. That it's, it's a cultural part of America. Uh, they know that it's not sacred. They know that. But they want to destroy anything that's sacred, anything that represents Christians, anything that represents the right, anything that goes against the evil Trump voters, everything that's against the evil pro-life people. Christmas is to be made obsolete. This is their agenda. This is their religion. This is their religion. Abortion is a sacrament. Getting rid of Christmas trees is a sacrament to their religion of secularism. That is their religion. Their intolerance of anybody with a modicum sense of morals and spirituality, anybody who says there is a God, they want to destroy. But the the story gets better. The end of the story is actually a good one. Before we get to the end of the story, I do want to say something about Miss Desmond, the hero librarian here who... You'll find out later, save the Christmas trees. They should be making a movie out of this. She said that, um, she she responded to Miss Loud's invective against her by calling for 
her resignation. That's something I don't like. I never have liked that. I don't want this woman to resign from her job because she put something on Facebook. She did. She ended up resigning. You could say she should. As a community official putting this crap on Facebook, talking about a library employee and the words she used that she should re resign, I'm just more of a freedom person. I'm more of a, a free speech person. You look at Twitter. You look at Facebook. You look at any of these other media conglomerates out there right now that are punishing conservatives, anybody that says anything that's against what they want. I don't agree with it. I want more speech, more speech, more speech. And the thing is, as long as they don't stop us from talking, they will talk. And if you listen to a liberal, they'll tell you what they want. In this Facebook post that Miss Desmond posted, some of the people in the town, probably the 66% of the people that didn't vote for Trump, accused the, quote, Christmas tree supporters of exhibiting Christian privilege. Exhibiting Christian privilege. So we've got white privilege, we've got male privilege, now we have Christian privilege. Let me ask Miss Loud and all the people in Desmond, Massachusetts something. Whatever the hell you think Christian privilege is, have you ever been to North Korea, Afghanistan, Somalia, Libya, Pakistan, Eritrea, how about Sudan, Yemen, Iran, India? You ever been to any of these places? How about Nigeria, Egypt, Burkina Faso, Colombia, Cameroon? You probably met somebody from Colombia, but that's probably because DeSantis sent them to your home in Massachusetts, but that's a whole other story. Sri Lanka. What about China? Let's take a trip to China. Have you ever been to China? You want to talk about Christian privilege? China, Angola. You can't go to China. One in nine Christians worldwide experience high levels of persecution. Christians are killed for their faith. They outnumber any other faith worldwide. Christians are detained without trial. 9,500 9, churches in 2020 alone were attacked or burned. Don't give me this crap about Christian privilege in Desmond, Massachusetts, where the average household income is $136,000. I don't want to hear it. You're not going to convince me. You may convince other people. Why don't you just try it? If you think Christian privilege is such a thing, why don't we go to... Let's talk about India and China for five seconds. You ever been to China? You ever tried to give a Bible out in China? Do you know every Christian... We already know about the facial recognition issues that are going on in China with their whole entire population. But Christians, they, they're being watched by cameras. They, they know what's going on. They, their hotels are bugged. And, and that's a proven fact. But we just don't have time to go into every one of those stories. The government keeps tabs on them. They're making sure they don't get a line. They're making sure that Jesus doesn't conflict with the wishes of the state in China and every other country I just talked to you about. Try to go to India and go to Bangkok. Try to go to Bangkok and hand out a bunch of Bibles. And these, these liberals, these jerks in Massachusetts with average household income of $136,000, why don't you go out and try to hand out Bibles somewhere and see how that goes. The Quran, whatever book you want to, nobody's going to stop you. Not in America. I don't want to hear about Christian privilege. We don't have Christian privilege in America. We have the First Amendment in part, and one of the five freedoms that are expounded in the First Amendment that are recognized as freedoms given to us by God is the freedom of religion. So I don't want to hear about Christian privilege. Everybody's got There's mosques right down the street for me. There's synagogues right down the street for me. 
But this is just another way that this another it's, a, it's just another thing that liberals use because they can't stand anything that's sacred. They hate it. They hate they, they hate anything that has anything to do with Christ, and they will not. They won't stop. They won't stop. It's a Christmas tree. It's religious. It offends me. Get it out of here. Well, you know what? You get out of here. Why don't you get out of here? Why don't you get out of here? Go to somewhere. Go to another country where you don't. Where, where you can really complain about Christian privilege. Go to. Go, go, go right now. Seriously, walk to Afghanistan. Walk into Beijing and live there, and then you won't have to worry about Christian privilege. You think you're going to take your hundred thirty-six thousand dollar average household income to China, to Beijing, to Baghdad? Yeah, walk into Baghdad with a Bible. Walk into Baghdad with anything you want to say that's not Muslim, that's not what the, the, the state wants you to say, and then I want to hear about your Christian privilege. Then you can come to my house. Come to my house when you go back over these places. Go to these places. Go to Pakistan. Walk into Burkina Faso. Walk into these places, and then you tell then you're going to be running back. You will be running your ass so fast back to the United States of America and Desmond, Massachusetts, saying, please give me my Christian privilege back. Because you won't make it five seconds. You want me? You and your transgender boy would be dead. And it's loud. You'd be dead. He'd be killed upon arrival at the airport. He wouldn't make it. You go up in one of these countries and say that he's transgender. Oh, my boy's transgender. He's a girl. Boop, pow. If they don't shoot you in the back of the head, they'll imprison you for the rest of your life. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But I'm glad you say it. And I don't want you to resign. I hope, she get, I hope this woman gets her job back. Because it's like... My dad used to say, we need one liberal in every university in this country just so we know what they're like. And Desmond, Massachusetts is the liberal in the university, this is America, this December for me to let me realize they're there. They're there and they just let us know. If you shut up and listen to them, they will tell you who they are. But they're fools. But they're blinded. But they don't know it. They're impacting society on a level... But on our kids, it's the children that they're impacting. And just like her 13-year-old son. It's just 13-year-old boy transgender. He's transgender because his mama wanted him to be. I, I don't, I, I'd love for her to come on the program. I would be nice to her. I would give her respect, and we could have a conversation. But I guarantee you, if she wasn't liberal, this boy wouldn't be trans. He's not transgender. Well, I'm going to follow this kid. I'm going to put it on my notes on my calendar for 10 years from now. I go back to see if this boy's still transgender. Unless she uh, she goes to the school or, or the school goes without her knowing and gives him uh, anti-puberty drugs. So it just stopped puberty. And that happens. And we all know that. But that's a whole different thing. Kids hear things. They unconsciously absorb everything around them. And the more you expel Christ, the more you expel Christmas trees, the more you expel God, the more they'll be able to introduce their religion of sect. And that's what they're wanting to do. And they do it. And I've said before, they're not doing it incrementally anymore. They're taking chunks by chunks by chunks. But here's the end of the story. And this is the good thing. This is a wonderful thing. I don't have to hit my hands on the desk and get pissed off anymore because I'm happy. So what happened? So the town issued a statement saying, uh, hey, uh, yeah, we're not going to have Christmas trees or holiday trees anymore. Uh, but hold on just a minute. Five days later, they issued a statement. They completely did an about turn in Christmas trees. Woohoo! In a statement Monday, the director of the library, not not Miss Miss Loud because she's gone, who directs two library branches in a town of twenty five thousand. We have one library, and we have 
50,000 people, so good for them. Said the Christmas trees would be going up in both libraries, after all. The initial decision to not display a Christmas tree was the result of an ongoing review of all of our holiday decorations and displays that started back in the spring, the director said. What has played out on social media is unfortunate, and it's negatively impacted our staff in the community, and frankly transpired before we even had started our seasonal decorating. As we finish decorating for the holiday season, Christmas trees will be put up at both locations, the director added. So one time, one place, one circumstance, out of this endless and eternal condition of liberal insanity, we won one in a city of 60%, 66% liberal and 33% conservative. We won one. So everybody raise your hand. That's what they used to say to me in school when I did a good job. Turn it around and pat yourself on the back. We won one. Let's keep winning. Let's keep winning. I want to encourage you. When you see something like this, don't be afraid. I said this at Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving, on my first podcast. When you somebody sits down at your table, Uncle Joe, whoever the hell it is, and they want to start talking politics, don't back down. They started it. Finish it. Don't back down. Stay strong. We will see you back in a couple of days. Don't go anywhere.